go. I think we're on now. Right, are we on? Welcome to the first, ah. yeah, we're on the first SWN podcast, uh, video one as well, with the Asian sensation, Umar Mohammed. Uh, I am saying that right. I, I feel like yes. I always say it wrong when I'm, when I'm saying it out loud. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Omar, but you know. Omar. I think I actually used to spell it as Omar until you corrected me, until you corrected me very quickly. Um, I'll remember that now. So it's Omar Mohammed. Now it's got to remember to Back in spell. high school, back in high school, there was this um, there was this music teacher that I absolutely loved, um, and then he would always like because my names are like such a weird spelling. He was like, "Oh, come on, Umar," or like "Umar," and I was like, it's "Umar," and. He, just like okay i'm sorry I'll, I'll i'll say it right like 20 minutes later he's like all right you mark come here and i'm like right like we're not again anyway uh well i, I was quite lucky yeah. then with a name like billy uh, i just had every child in school rhyme it with things but you know <laughs> but everyone, everyone oh, no. oh no so um i've i've, I've I've said your name, I'll see your name right now. Uh, welcome to the first ever SWM podcast, the pilot episode, Omar Mohammed. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, age, a little MSN, uh, ASL. You may be too young for that, actually. <laughs> but uh, age. Oh, no. uh, MSN, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, name's Omar Mohammed, the Asian sensation. Um, 19, just turned 19, like, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, well, just under a month ago, so yeah, um, from Kirkcaldy, Scotland, um, training for about, honestly, just coming up for about three years, and then shows for about two years, so. So, uh, you're now at Fife Pro Wrestling Asylum, is that right? Around Scotland, but still making a mark. Yeah, so. Sorry, I'll just yeah. cut in and out. We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. Um, so, Fight for Wrestling Asylum, that's where you're at now. We're right? fine. Yeah. Um, you started. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's a delay. We're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> uh, you started at W3L, is that right? The Action yeah, yeah. Academy. Um, so, started there in July in 2017. And then was there till about, well, till, there till FPWA started, which was October last year. So then that's when I moved on. Was it just uh, a case of it's, it's closer or you wanted to be under tutelage of Andy Wilde and, and Johnny Lyons? I mean, it was kind of, it was like a lot of factors that kind of played into it. Um, course one being Johnny Lyons, of course. Um, I mean, like he was training me at W3L and then when I found out that he was going to FPWA and then Andy was there, I thought this would probably be a good time to move on and sort of expand my horizons. Um, even like training at W3L, I uh, kind of felt like I was there for about two years. So I felt that I was, I kind of learned what I need to there, but I, I felt like I wanted to um, learn more and I felt like I can get that FPWA. Of course, and especially when it's got such links to GPWA and and opportunities from that as well. Um, so I'm, I'm going to. Oh, absolutely! I think, yeah, I think I'd be remiss to to not do this podcast with you and not speak about one of your first matches that I I actually saw. Um, 
which is of course the Action Academy. Uh, it was the Academy Unleashed show that I watched. <laughs> and thankfully you didn't see the oh, review no. oh, until no. year about what years later a year later or something like that, where I just I just tore apart your, your footwear. Um I'm, I'm so glad the last few times I've seen you at Fair City on, on, on their shows on Vimeo that uh, A I don't see them. I don't see those shoes and that you're just just it's like totally different in comparison. You can definitely see how you've grown since that first show. What were, what was your thoughts when you went into that Action Academy show? Like <laughs> like the review that you gave me was fine because it was totally justified. <laughs> um like had I actually came out to what I was gonna be wearing it would have been a whole different story. It would have been much more savage than what you'd wrote, written. Like, um, going into the Action Academy was, it, it, was a, it was a good experience. I'd say, it, uh, put it that way. Um, it's like, it's my first show. And then um, got your, like, your family and friends there. Um, yeah, it was, um, I think it was, it was a weird match, to be fair, because it was a three-on-two. I had really a lot of tag matches in general, so kind of been put into a three-on-two tag with, um, well, John Kerr, who's at FPW now, and uh, a trainee called Matt Black. He was there for a while. Um, actually, he was there like just under the amount of time that I was there, but then left like shortly after, so he didn't have a lot of training experience. So it was kind of like a, a mixed tag match, <laughs> if you get what I mean. Yeah, and it was uh, it was against uh, Kevin Williams and was it, was it Dave Jeremy? Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, that um, was. Kevin Boston, Dave Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so you're in with with the two guys who've been around for a while. I mean, Kevin, of course, uh, he's he's been around since seems like forever, uh, at least over ten years. So. Um, it's good to get in with guys that have got a bit, a bit of experience. Oh, my internet connection apparently is unstable, so... Oh, like, definitely. Carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so... It's, like, it's, even... Um, yeah. Yeah. So, from that point, um, you've now done uh, several shows, Fair State Wrestling, and uh, you've done... GPWA, he actually won our match for the month, I think, um, if I remember rightly, for your five-pound wrestling show against Talon Jr. Honestly, I was surprised about that. I was very much surprised about that. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, you had, so I. <laughs> but, uh, you had a lot of matches in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like not that had, I'm surprised it was a good match. I'm just I'm surprised that... Um, good matches in there. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean, Sorry, what the heck? I know, but um, it's, it's it just goes to show how 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 you you came from that first show and and where you are now that the folk are, are getting behind you and oh, are really are supporting you. Um, so let's speak about Fair City Wrestling because that's where I would say that's your main promotion. That's where it's where you've appeared the most uh, in in matches. I would say would that be mm -hmm. fair? Um, so you're teaming with the uh, Alpha Male a um, couple times. Yeah. Um, so how, how's it, what's it like wrestling for Fair City Wrestling down in Perth? 
Um, yeah, I would say I would say it's pretty good. Um, we've kind of, kind of taken a break, uh, everything at the moment. Uh, hoping to be back there probably when the shows come back next year. Um, I don't know if I'll still be tagging with Alpha Male. Uh, it just depends on what's happening next year. If the if the feuds that are happening now, if you get what I mean, are mm-hmm. moving on. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird time at the moment. Yeah, that. honestly, it was a, it was a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how how are you how are you finding your lockdown time? Are you finding ways just to to keep? I mean, I know that you've been doing like promos and, and all that kind of stuff to uh, during our, our clan warfare tournaments and all that kind of thing. I had to keep you a bit sharp. But is there anything that you've been doing to, to try and keep your wrestling skills Honestly. going? I mean, still trying to like maintain a workout uh, every time that I can. Um, even like, it was quite difficult because I just had the, the month of Ramadan that just happened. So that um that and accompanied with being stuck in lockdown was i'm not gonna say awful but yeah it was it was pretty terrible <laughs> so i, I mean i'm yeah, just very familiar like, with that kind of stuff so is, is ramadan's like is that your fasting is that is that right or i'm i'm, like oh, I said, I'm totally yeah, clueless um yeah so like ramadan is sort of a a month in the islamic calendar in which um, from one full moon to when like the cycle of a full moon so from one then one full moon like starts and then it goes to another full moon between that month that's when you're fasting every single day from sunrise to sunset right okay um so, then, so yeah if you're trying to fit in a workout as well that's just yeah that sounds that does not sound great at all um like yeah even Andy was like trying to throw in these like weekly workouts, and I'm like, "All right, let's let's try and get this done." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just I was imagining I'm sitting here just with, with like food next to me because I'm just doing a, a podcast, let alone thinking of doing a workout at the same time. Um, that's yeah, I, <laughs> I, I you have my sympathies for that. Um, so so Andy at, at FBWACC is kind of just trying to keep everyone kind of going with these. With, online classes is that right and just trying to keep everyone kind of going during yeah um even like in our in our private we've got like a private um fpwa page which andy keeps on like motivating us he like sends a message every week saying how's everyone getting on we still getting our workouts and is everyone eating right and all that stuff just like making sure everyone's doing okay and then you've got the online coaching as well which everyone in the uk should get on because it's a fantastic fantastic um page and he puts in like matches puts in seminars um honestly it's a he's doing so much for the wrestling community it's unreal yeah i've been seeing some like screenshots from just after it is finished there's just so many folk in this in the in the chat and it's it's really good to see that that people are just not not resting and it's a pandemic it's there's no shows on what's the point of actually doing any of this stuff Mm -hmm. but at least they're they're getting the opportunities to still do it, so that's that's fantastic. Um, right, let's go right back a bit because th- we've done interviews with you before on the website, uh, which pe- people have read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those that haven't, which they should, but for those that haven't, um, what got you into wrestling? Um, 
I think it was kind of like a, it was pretty much a family thing. Like my granddad used to, my granddad used to be a boxer. So he would be in Manchester. He came from Pakistan when he was a, from a young age, um, was in Manchester and he would be um, training how to be a boxer. Um, and his, I think his cousin, his cousin was training with um, Jackie, uh, Jackie Paolo from World of Sport. So I think that there was kind of like a wrestling element there. And then as like my dad was born and my uncles were born, that's when they started to watch wrestling because that was the time when, you know, you had your Hulk Hogan going into Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, into like the Archie era. And then when it was like, um, like 2001 was when I was born. So then that's when like it started a bit. But my, my family would still watch wrestling. And then it was like 2008 when I started getting into wrestling because I think they were watching like the Royal Rumble or I think it was like around Royal Rumble, WrestleMania 2014. And we're like, they started watching stuff. And I was like, oh, Jeff Hardy, this, he, he's pretty cool. He's like diving all, off all, all over the place. So then I kind of started like YouTube and all that stuff and then getting into it like that. You're, you're absolutely speaking to the right person when it comes to, to who who you're speaking with, Jeff Hardy. Just, <laughs> yeah, one of my absolute favourites. And 2008, perfect time to get into Jeff Hardy because that was when he was... Oh. Uh, 2008 Royal Rumble, that would have been him versus Randy Orton, the WWE title. That'd be right. John Cena came back in the oh, Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was the end of the year very, yeah. he won the title. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy knowledge, that's, that's, my, that's my remit. Um, so yeah, when I started, it was it was the Hardy Boys, nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So, which does not make me feel old at all that you're speaking about getting into Jeff Hardy at two thousand eight. But yeah, that's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving. It. I've actually yeah, Hardy Boys tattoo. That's how committed I was to the cause. Um, but yeah, so so two thousand eight, uh, it was pretty much I say peak of of the like. I wouldn't call it like the, the reality era or just this PG era that came in. So when you go back, is, is there anything that, that, that piques your interest? I mean, I know you mentioned Bret Hart, um, Archie era, kind of bit, Hulk Hogan. Um, is there anyone that you went back to and, and noticed and became a fan of? I mean, even guys like, um, well, Shawn Michaels and stuff, his matches with The Undertaker and Hell in a Cell, his matches with Stone Cold and Bret Hart and stuff, like kind of like the showman. Of course, like Mr. WrestleMania, his entrances and his performances were just unreal. So I kind of gravitated towards him. Uh, even like The Rock as well. The Rock's, like, he's one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. And the way he talked, the way he like presented himself in the ring and outside the ring is like one of the things that I. I try to aspire to I think yeah, you could... Like, uh, yeah. around that time. Yeah, I think you can definitely see that when, when I've been watching your matches, that um, you're very much uh, in tune with, with uh, the showman side of it, like being very charismatic and the crowd mm -hmm. involved, which yeah. uh, for someone who's only been wrestling for, what, two years on live shows, um, I would say is, is quite a skill to, to have at this stage. Because um, you can see guys that have been wrestling for 
three, four years and still don't know how to, to get a crowd involved in a match. <laughs> but um, they seem to, you, you find a way to get them to gravitate to you, which is fantastic. Which can only can only get better once once all the shows come back into into action oh, again. Um, I think it was just like a it was like a switch between like because I was kind this like when I debuted um sorry debuted uh, debuted in WPL um I was kind of like just sort of this basic heelish character and then it was. I think it was the match with Kevin Williams um, in, at Remedy. I think that's um, somewhere on the WPL network. Um, that's when I first wore like that long, long fancy jacket. I think I've actually like watched that long match. Fancy possibly blue jacket it. in the shades. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably where my um, turning point for you was as well when, when I saw it and I was just like, who was that guy in, in the, that match I saw before? Exactly. This guy now. <laughs> this this unbelievable. But yeah, so it's it's so you. I, I will always say that, that your journey is, has been one that I've I've seen grow, um, which makes mm-hmm. me feel feel like I watched wrestling forever. But like I said it's only been two years on live shows, and and you just went leaps and bounds. Um, right. So we've, we've done the basics. Why you got into wrestling? Who your favourites yeah. are? Um, again, back to the, the questions we've, we've already asked you, and you, you've wrote back great responses. But um, it's been a while since we, you've done them, and you've had shows since. Is there any opponents that you've particularly liked to face? Is there anyone that that you've you've had matches with and just had instant chemistry with already in, in this early stage of your career? Um, I mean, I mean, someone asked this on that Q and A that I did, I think, a couple of days ago. Um, there isn't like I, for some I've been very fortunate to have a lot like most of my matches have been with like really really like dependable um, opponents and wrestlers so like Caleb Valhalla um, like Caleb Valhalla Talon Jr uh, Taylor Bryden um, Johnny Lyons as well um, Ken Cade and Zach Leo. like these guys have all been like main faces in their promotions and then me just coming along and having a match with them, I'm just like, I kind of feel that I'm starting to get into the swing of it. Not because of like my my skills, but because they're elevating me to their level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you're you're just kind of trying to make keep up, but you're you're keeping up with them and and yeah. just keep going. Fantastic. Um, so goals for the future, um, obviously. Nothing's happening right now, as, as we've firmly established on this on this video, or on this podcast. Um, is there any promotions that you want to be aiming to get onto? You, I mean, you've done Fair Say, which again we've mentioned plenty of times. Uh, you've done GPWA, uh, WrestleZone, done WrestleZone as well, and of course W3L. So, is there any, anywhere that's your focus you want to get to uh, when the shows return? I mean, like, for me personally, um, the goals that I want to achieve that was I was hoping to get um, to before lockdown was, before lockdown happened, would be a debut at um, ICW and Discovery Wrestling. Those are like my top two promotions that I want to work for in the future. So have you had a chance to, I know the FPWA guys are uh, 
regular crew there now at Discovery Wrestling. Um, have you been part of the crew? Is, is you've got a feel for the, the backstage and the setup there? Uh, I was there at the um, the all about the raffle. I was there for that show, um, which was honestly it was a great experience to see like geez that was put on there and then to just meet the guys backstage and just get a feel for what Discovery really is. Did you have a ticket ready for, for to go? Because um, all these wrestlers having their raffle tickets ready. Did, were you just waiting there um, waiting for your number to be called? Yeah, yeah, I have my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so Discovery Wrestling and again, easy questions. It's a pilot. I don't want to get anything too complicated going. Um, Dream opponents. So I'm, I'm assuming one's going to be Jeff Hardy. That's, um, I'll assume that one. Jeff Hardy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so any, anyone else? Is there anyone, AEW, WWE, Impact, whoever would be your opponent you'd want to face when the shows are back and you're told you could face anyone in the world right now, who would it be? Um, I mean, there's two opponents in terms of Scottish wrestling that I really want to work. Um, one of them is, of course, Johnny Lyons. The the guy has trained me since I started, and we never technically we never technically had a match on the show. So um, even just a match with him would be amazing. But of course, he's retired, so we can't do that. Please unretire Johnny. Only matter of time. No wrestler stays retired. Like that's what we've all learned yeah. from these. Honestly, the, I'm I'm gonna force them. I'm gonna force them to unretire just for one match. Well, hopefully, it's up, up my end of the woods. Hopefully, it wrestles on and I can see it. <laughs> but uh, if if not, I'm sure I'll, I'll find a way to to watch it. Um, so yeah, who who would be the other one then? Um, the other guy is uh, Taylor Bryden. Okay. Um, he yeah, uh, he he was like. Of course, we know each other from W3L. Um, the guy is making an uh, unbelievable comeback. He was kind of like in the tag team division at the start of Scottish wrestling in the 2000s. He's kind of taking a dip at the moment, but he is one of my biggest supporters. Um, and we've been talking about it for ages. We were like, every, si every single time we're at the same promotion, one something happens and we don't get to wrestle each other. So... Like, hopefully one day we get to wrestle each other and it would be, it would be a very enjoyable match. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and worldwide, who would who, it be? Worldwide? Um, oh. I'm trying to think. Um, even, like, it's, it's a tough one. I think, um, like, there's so much talent out there. Even like Cody Rhodes getting an opportunity to work with him on a stage like AEW. Um, Daniel Bryan, another guy that I'd really like to work. Um, just go out there and have a great technical match because, like, seeing his match with AJ Styles from last SmackDown, I was like, that that is what I want to do. I've actually seen that. I've been keeping up with the, the pay-per-views because we're in lockdown. I, I work in my living room, so I, I can just watch pay-per-views, go upstairs, sleep for three hours, then come back down. And I, look, I can look like total... <laughs> oh, I almost broke the swearing thing. Um, I, look, I can look rubbish. <laughs> I can, uh, it's fine. Um, pay-per-views have been really good uh, this past couple of months. But for Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's match with uh, Drew Gulak is 
it's probably one of my mm. favourite matches this year. Um, every show I've watched for WWE at the moment, I've always found there's one match I went, that's one of the best matches that, of the that's year. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so even with, with no crowd, it's it's just been great. I've, I've, I've had a good time, which, to be honest, for me, that's the most important thing. So <laughs> as long as I'm having a good time watching like, them, then great. It's insane to think about, like, because of course you think, oh, the wrestling's going to be over, and then WWE keeps on putting out, like, these different concepts, like, the money in the bank, the money in the bank match, yeah, where they were fighting really across like, the corporate buildings, WWE headquarters. Yeah, there were some bits of it, I, I was when they like, announced that. Oof. Yeah, it was like, some, some bits yeah. of it during <laughs> match, I was like, ah, no. But the general concept of it, um, I really enjoyed things like uh, mm. Baron Corbin, breaking a mirror right at the start. And since then, um, <laughs> Gary Cassidy pointed out on Twitter, since then he's not won a match or he's had bad luck happen to him. And it's not been mentioned, but I just love that. I love that there's actually a subtlety, which WWE are not known for, but there's been subtlety yeah. since Baron Corbin broke a mirror and Money in the Bank. He has had the worst luck ever. Um, but yeah, the Money in the Bank one's been, oh, been strange. Uh, it was, was strange, but... Um, like things like Firefly Funhouse match and all that. For, so for you, if, if if shows could come back, but there'd be no crowd, uh, how, how do you think that would, because you're a showman, you, you like get the crowd on your side, how would you feel wrestling in front of nobody? I mean, like the crowd pretty much makes the match. Uh, to see the guys on like Raw and SmackDown stuff still wrestling without a crowd is insane like even at like a w3l training they're like um because there'd be like there's a few of us there but there'll only be like there would be like two of us in the ring having the match one of us is a ref and then maybe like two or three as the crowd even that is still like you still got something there but then mm -hmm. to have no one i don't know i feel like that that'd probably be like the biggest task that i'd had to face in wrestling <laughs> Wrestling without a crowd. At, at this rate, you, you might have to take up the challenge. <laughs> but uh, fingers crossed. I mean, well, like you're saying, they, they, have, they have like other trainees and that there as well. So hopefully, if, if mm -hmm. things do come back, that will be the setup for a little bit. You'll have um, train, people that are on the show, trainees and all that kind of hanging about. Mm -hmm. but, um, it'd, be, it'd be fun to try, I guess. But I don't know if it was something I'd do really like let's have a match about a crowd <laughs> yeah you, you wouldn't be the first to volunteer for it <laughs> that way um, no <laughs> right so i think i think we've covered pretty much all the all the cool stuff all, all the all the easy stuff um favorites and my um, i didn't ask about your favorite match um so we, we just start with you you watched 28 wrestling wrestling 2008 um and obviously the match with Shawn michaels and undertaker but what would be your top three favourite matches of all time, anywhere, Scottish wrestling, uh, WWE, AW, Japan, wherever? Um, well, probably like one of the top would be um, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura at, uh, was it NXT TakeOver Dallas, I think? Quite possibly. I know, I know it was at a TakeOver, but that was about it. Uh -huh. I remember watching that match and I was like, that that's the that's the reason why I want to be a wrestler. Like seeing the emotion and just like 
the strikes, how efficient and clean everything was. And I just felt myself getting more and more invested. I was just like, that, that's a good match. Okay, so that's, that's number one. What were your second? Number one. Um, I would say... Um, oh, what's it? It was from the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, there's, there's, I think like even the Cruiserweight Classic itself, that's probably one of my favourite matches because there's so many, like there's so many matches I could pick from the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, I'd have to go with probably the finals. Um, T.G. Perkins versus Grand Metalik. Right, I I didn't watch any of it, so I'm I'm taking your word for it. But I I, I think I saw you tweeting was it end of last year that you were oh you revisited God. you revisited it all and, and watched it again. And we're just tweeting. No, about you it. need to get you need to get on the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, no, I've, so I've got so much time now, and I've got I work next to my TV, so I, I've, I've been trying to do pay per views on. I've been working through 2002. That's been my week. I've been just playing them one after the other while I'm at work. Um, kind of like half paying attention, but half not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to get a, a cruiserweight class and get some more recent stuff. Cause, because because I would have to wake up and go to work. I was only catching the Raw Rumble, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That would be it. That would be my yearly stay up and take Monday <laughs> off. But now I can watch everything. So I'm going to have to just do some catching up for years of neglect. Uh, only watching things on YouTube clips two minutes in the morning the next day um yeah so you're, you're gonna recommend to me the cruiserweight classic i'll, I'll bear that in mind cruiserweight classic gotta watch uh, it number three if, if, uh, number three i would have to say um sean michaels undertaker wrestlemania 25 oh yeah that's yeah <laughs> it's such a good match i um, can't argue with that at all if, like that whole that whole sort of series that they had Taker twenty, uh, Taker Michaels twenty five, Taker Michaels twenty six, then Triple H Undertaker twenty seven, and then the end of an era match. I always find that like the perfect story in four matches. Have you have you watched their the kind of recap of that in the Undertaker's documentary that's on the network just now? Kind of speaking about Only the, the like, series matches. Hooked on it. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. I mean, to be honest, I, I really just use the network. That before before I'm I'm at home working, um, I just used it for the documentaries, and that Undertaker one is just insane. Mm-hmm. So can't wait. I, used to watch, I wish the um. Do you remember the documentary series that they did? It was um Breaking Ground. Again, remember of it? Haven't watched it. So I, again, like, I'll put it on my list. Mm-hmm. It's like a 10-part series of the backstage of NXT. So you'd have like guys who are on the main roster now, like Tyler Breeze, uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, all these guys. And J- well, Jason Jordan, when he was in the tag with Chad Gable, sort of their rise. And then I wish they did that now with like a lot of the newer guys. Yeah, was that, was that the one, again hearing about it was that the one we saw leo kruger become adam rose kind of playing about with that character yeah okay so it was like um, the very very beginning of nxt yeah okay cool i'll, I'll again i'll add that to my list of, of things to catch <laughs> up on from years years of watching of years of missing things um okay so one thing we've been chatting for about a good half an hour i think that's that's a good good kind of stopping off point so before we, we cap off the 
the recording and I don't think I've had to edit anything. We haven't sworn, which is great. Um, plug your social media. Myself. Exactly. Plug your social media. Where, where can people find you? Oh. Um, so you could find me at, on Twitter at sensation underscore CTP. Uh, on Instagram at Professor of Islamonomics and Facebook at The Asian Sensation. Professor of Islamonomics is, is like, I can't say it's a tongue twister in itself, but uh, I, I love that moniker. So hope you keep that forever. Asian Sensation was taken. So I was like, Dr. Islamonomics, Professor of Islamonomics. We're going for it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, thank you, for joining, thank you for joining me for this, this first addition uh hopefully we'll get to do more um but we'll I'll, I'll go out just as soon as i can get it out um not in a creepy way but we'll, we'll, we'll get it out as, as soon as we can and i'll tag you <laughs> I, will, I will tag you all over the place and uh hopefully we'll do more of them and, and i will meet you and quote and do everything <laughs> excellent we'll, we'll be back again with you i'm sure in a year's time when you've won many titles and uh are everywhere uh, oh, that, that's a that's an ultimate goal right there. Yeah. Well, first you got to win the title in, in our SWN universe, uh, then then we can only go up from there. <laughs> but thank uh, you I'll for put that on my CV. Exactly. I think you should. But uh, right, I'm going to stop recording shortly. But thank you very much, and we'll, we'll have a wee chat afterwards as well once I've hit stop. But perfect. Right. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you.